Rawr. Did I spoop you? Sorry. I just want to talk to you about the Grim Encounters Patreon. We just added a new $2.50 tier for anybody who just wants to support, get extra text posts for the show, or gain partial access to our exclusive Patreon Discord. For $5 a month, you gain full access to our Discord, a monthly Talking Grim episode where two to four of the cast members get together and answer patron questions and do fun activities like Smasher Pass, Tier Lists, or Snake Drafts. Now, if you go with the $10 a month tier, you you also get a monthly 15 to 40 minute blooper episode of stuff that was just too ding-dang, ding-dong silly to make the main feed. Thank you for listening, and here's the show. Love ya. This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to Grimmy Encounteries. Uh, we are a actual play podcast currently using the chill RPG, chill, the chill third edition RPG rule system based in the lovely modern day Chicago land world. My name is Nor. I'll be your chill master guy. <laughs> yeah. My players are Robert playing Wesley Hung, Derex playing Raph Haywood, and Anna playing Mavis. Last we left, we the HQ was fully open. We got to meet Gordon Pym again. We met him in, I think, season one. And when you guys played Arcane Oracles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was briefly in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlotte the Wolf Wolf, you got to meet. Um, and now after she has left... The last person we're waiting on is uh, Lindsay Black. So I guess we'll start right with that, unless anyone has anything to say. No. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Oh, yeah. Mavis made everyone sad. Oh, yes. That is true. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Hypocrite. (laughs) Robert has been really... Not Robert. (laughs) I've been doing so good. On that, haven't I? We're doing so good. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, sure. Wesley has been really listening to Simple Plan lately because of it, um, especially the "I'm Just a Kid" track <laughs> and Untitled, which is the "How could this happen to me?" As he eats uh, Twizzlers and Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> We're working on the Sour Patch Kids now. Twizzlers are gone. <laughs> this uh, is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you, Christiana, my diet is ruined. <laughs> your fault. You did this. My face hurts from smiling because the last episode. All right. Coming into the base, Charlotte has left about an hour ago. You guys have just just sat down, like just as you were holding, like you were holding breath the whole time she was there because she's very much a lot. Walking in. As as soon as the wolf leaves, uh-huh. Mavis is going outside to fucking smoke because I'm so fucking stressed out. Interesting. Yeah. So as you're outside smoking, coming in, getting out of a, a black SUV is a, 
a taller woman. She's about like five eight, uh, very slender, um, wearing like a black, like black suit basically. Um, uh, and she is wearing high heels, but they're like the thicker ones that like you could, you're probably sure she could use to like kick someone with. You know what I mean? Like right. And uh, she is holding um, like her her purse and a bundle of papers um in a like a little like snap case and there are a couple other nondescript people with her too and she sees you right away and i don't know if you would recognize this person how well did mavis know Lindsay black before everything happened uh not at all i don't think not at all i mean i know you've heard you would have definitely heard of her because mm-hmm. your parents were friends uh, but Lindsay would. I don't have... think I've ever met Lindsay. I think I met Billy like twice, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, and you see, she looks at you with recognition on her face, and she strides up to you. Uh, her heels like clicking against the concrete sidewalk. Uh, entrances that way. Mm. Mavis. Yeah. Mm. She like extends a hand to you i take it okay (laughs) and you see as you look down at her hand her nails are painted silver and you get a feel of one they feel like they are coated Hmm. with actual silver (laughs) interesting Hmm. uh when i i wasn't sure if you were gonna have the personality of your mother or your father uh but i am thankful it was your mother because she's very much more easier to handle she says like lovingly with a smile i don't think my dad's a bad guy mm, not a bad guy very eccentric in the best way right, um are you almost done with your smoke um yeah unless you want one mm, no williams tried for years to get me to smoke something about it's the little the little pleasure you could have that only harms yourself or some exhausting bullshit mm. Oh, Billy, is he, is he with you? I saw him. Billy? Yeah? <laughs> I haven't heard that name in years. I mean, that's all I really know him as. Oh. If you do see him again, don't make sure you do not call him that. <laughs> he said about it reminds him of his father. Oh. He's here, isn't he? No. Oh, he's dead? No. Oh. Oh, he's doing his thing. But yeah. he's alive. Okay. I will do you a favor I won't I will make sure to tell William the moment before the rest of the world knows about the HQ okay I don't know it's just something in my gut makes me feel like he already knows you know well he's been looking he's never thought they were gone he was gone and you know the anger that Charles has William has that but he has perfected the way to aim it at the appropriate places. I don't know what you mean by that. I've never, I mean, I know Charles is angry, but I've never, I don't know. Well, he probably would spare his little bird, wouldn't he? And she walks past you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, she seems upset, not really with you, but just probably in general, with her finding out 
through her boss that her dad's Because, <laughs> again, remember, you couldn't convince him to tell her. <laughs> yeah. And you follow her. These people? Uh, I give him a minute and, and okay. kind of just, like, finish the smoke and go it, go back in. Okay. Yeah. You see um, Frank is back now, and he is uh, he's just doing some, like, light... Um, I'm going to say maintenance, but it's not the right word. He's just like relighting candles and making sure mm. some of his magic symbols are still there, but unseen. So like no one would see him unless they're looking for him. So it's upkeep basically. Uh, yeah. yeah. You see another young man. Uh, he has uh, like a, a light brown skin and he's clean shaven. He has the a similar collar, but he looks to be as in if he is studying under uh, like Frank. As you guys walk past him, Frank just nods at everyone, um, unless you wanted to speak with him. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, you Mm-mm. hear as you're walking as you're walking to the staircase, you hear Frank say, "All right, Sebastian, the proper way to put this arcane sigil on the floor is like this." As we come downstairs, Wesley, where are you? Where's Wesley and Raph right now, I guess? What are you doing? Wesley probably went to the like cafeteria. Oh, like, you're just having a problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm just there with you, you then. donuts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's sitting, he's sitting in there having some donuts. And- Have you ever been on like 7th Street, the little place up there that does the donuts? Oh really? I, I don't really don't good. normally eat eat these. So just... we should go sometime. There's this Bavarian cream. Bavarian cream? Yeah, it's Bavarian cream. They put the cream inside mm. the middle of the donut. Mm. Okay, it's so good. I love that this is the stuff we do on our horror podcast. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to stop. <laughs> it's always my favorite parts uh-huh. of any podcast. Just the mundane, everyday bullshit. As you guys are sitting there, Rosa has. She's made these from scratch, by the way. Yeah, they're good. They're so good. Uh, and they're very good. But, like, she is looking. She's, like, watching Wesley with just, like, the most concern. Like, let's say, like, a grandma could have for someone. Just, like. <laughs> my chicken breast and rice. <laughs> she knows my schedule. She's like, mm, this ain't a cheat day. What's going on? <laughs> Wesley, did you want some of your. I have some of your fresh. I have some of your meals I've prepped. Oh, thank you, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the donut. Can I get some cookies? Maybe some milk. Ooh, you know what I like? Huh. You like do you like? Have you ever had like really good fudge brownies? Fudge brownies? Yeah. Okay. I, I do good. have a. I do. It's from my mother. Mm. It is a uh, Mexican fudge brownie we would make. There's like chili on it or there something. There is chili. Yeah, there's chili flakes in it. Oh, Rosa, you should make those. I, I feel all right. I haven't made it in years. but uh, Sounds delicious. I would, love, I would love to try it. It's a little spicy. Yes. I like spicy. No, it's okay. Right. Okay. I'm still worried, but we're go- I'm going to do this. <laughs> no no need to worry. I just have... Yeah, we're just having trust issues. This is just a normal thing for us. Okay. You see, she like starts mumbling something about like men and their trust issues. <laughs> like, oh, fucking Ricardo was always like this. He wouldn't tell me until it was too late. <laughs> Uh, and you, you guys uh, hear just like a bunch of like, I mean, you know the sound of dress shoes when they're walking into like a tiled stone floor. It's like very yeah. echoey. And walking in is a young woman, looks to be about uh, two, three years older than Mavis, uh, still in her 20s, but definitely approaching uh, her 30s. But uh, 
wears like a very wears all of her stress on her like under her eyes. Mm. Um, and you see, she uh, looks at everyone, and she says, "Where is my father?" I look around. He's probably hiding. Or running here. I don't know. Hold on. Where's your dad? Todd. <laughs> Todd. Uh, you see Todd like looks up from he's at his station. Oh. Call call Richard. Uh, you see Lindsay beelines towards Todd and Todd gets like his face goes white. He goes, oh, no. <laughs> the scary woman. <laughs> and she like puts her hand on his chest and just like pushes him in his rolly chair back. Not hard, but just like very firm grabs the radio and goes. Oh, I like her. She's a woman of action. We're gonna be friends. You see, Richard, he's up in his, in the in the office, and he's just like looking down. Just, just waves. He is so wet, <laughs> so sweaty. <laughs> and he comes down. Um, well, like she sees him, and she says, like, does like the finger thing, and tells him to get down. <laughs> hey, Raph, is his middle name Dick? No, no, he he doesn't like being called Dick. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The whole thing. Uh, he comes down the stairs rather quickly to the point where he kind of stumbles because he <laughs> has forgotten his cane. Um, and you see her expression instantly softens when she sees that he's, like, hobbling. And she, like, runs up to, like, walks up to him angrily and just immediately, like, and wraps him in a hug. Aw. And, like, she's doing that thing where she's, like, kind of, like, punching his chest, but it's, like, not... <laughs> Yeah. She's like, you, you bastard. You bastard. You left me alone. And he's like, you had William. I knew you'd be fine. You both left us. You both left us. Where is he? And Richard's like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Walk up with the donuts. Just want a donut. Don't take all. I'll take you. Richard just puts a whole one. <laughs> And she's like, looks at him, and you see her like, there's recognition. She goes, "You don't smell like Irish whiskey, Dad." Oh, he stopped drinking a long time ago. And looks at you, and what? Yeah. He like uh, Richard puts his hand on the back of his head. Yeah, um, I had some help from uh, that one. Points over to Wesley, <laughs> mowing down. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're gonna have a new drawback. You gotta. <laughs> gotta eat food. Um, gotta she, eat food. <laughs> she kind of like pulls away from her dad and walks up to Wesley. Oh, <laughs> Um, she. Um, like, did you turn towards her or do you just? <laughs> well, yeah, I hear the footsteps coming towards me. So it's like, hmm? she puts her arms around your neck and gives you a hug. <laughs> Oh my god! Is it a vomit or like a choke? <laughs> He's a choke. Okay. I've got a mouthful of food and she chokes me. He's been eating a lot of donuts. We're actually getting Mexican brownies apparently, so that's good. Look forward to those. Uh, I I don't I don't mind hugs, but okay. Um, she gives you a big old kiss on the cheek. Oh, thank you. 
She's like, thank you for taking care of him. Look at you. Yeah, sure. But also, fuck all of you for not telling me. I didn't even know who you were. Especially you. Me. I'm just kidding. I mean, Lindsay. No, you can probably blame him, too. It's okay. To be fair, it's not really our place to. I know. I know. But I'm mad, and I don't know where to put it. And mom always told me just to just to try and figure it out as you go. <laughs> just mom always told me just to lash out at the first person in front of me. Valid. <laughs> I did do that. I'm sorry, Mavis. I'm sorry. I mean, we did try and convince him, but he was scared of you know you. you. I. <laughs> I don't know why you see the only other nice. person he was more afraid of was my mother, and the only thing that could kill that stubborn bitch was a monster. <laughs> Well, I am here. I am the assistant director of the Treehouse. Um, my boss. She is very busy. She could not make her way. She's very sorry, but she's dealing with operatives all over the U.S. So she is a little preoccupied. Hmm. Um, so she sent me. I mean, I was already coming, but you know, I let her. I let her think. She, you know, it was her idea. Good idea. Yeah, I've had to I've had to learn how to do that yeah. since um, being, you know, you're black and you have that curse put on your family where it's like, oh, you always die in horrific ways, and then I have to keep William in check. <sighs> you guys have a curse. Yeah, Richard walks in. Yes, we are destined to run an HQ and then die in the process. Whoa, Richard, what happens if you step down? I will still die. Oh, that's awful. But not like, it won't be like, I won't just drop dead. I'll probably still die, though. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. You see, he does not look bothered by this at all. It's just like his great-great-grandpa has been doing He's just like... Matter of course. It's a deal. It's the deal. I mean, it does give me a little bit of confidence where it's like, um, I'm destined to die, so I shouldn't be scared to do things. Which is a little ironic now that I think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Oh boy, we're finding out a lot about everybody today, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, you like donuts? <laughs> I do like donuts. He sits next to you guys. Yes. <laughs> Getting my wine and dine. Uh, Lindsay stays for a few days, just catching up and getting to know basically you three. She's getting to know you three. Uh, and, you know, she says that Gordon Pym mentioned some of the stuff that we will be working on in the future with the Deceiver and stuff. And that he she will most likely be your guys' direct contact to the treehouse. And she gives all of you her number. Hmm. Um, and when she puts it in Wesley's phone, there's a little heart next to her name. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hoping for. I didn't know you could put that in with their names. That's cool. <laughs> she, yeah, she and blush, then she blushes. And then, and she, like, um, if you me. ask Siri, it'll say "calling Lindsay Black, Purple Heart." <laughs> oh, cool! So he starts putting a bunch of emojis in there too. <laughs> uh, you see, uh, it's a gun. There's a gun. <laughs> just she, random ones. <laughs> you see, she you, when she announced that there's a heart, you all see it, and she blushes, and she just like kind of gets this like determination. Or she goes, "Black Heart, that's cool." It is black, yeah. <laughs> well. I could teach you a lot of things, couldn't I? Probably. There's not a lot I, you know, there's a lot I don't know. There's a lot I do know. But, you know. She recognizes your naivety. Yes. And it gets like a, this like a wave of determination gets goes across her face. 
uh, from what you've heard about William, uh, you feel like her in- his their influence has been because of each other. <laughs> yeah, no, that was very that was very um, Fletcher coded. You say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She looks at you and she says, "Unfortunately, when you hang out with a Fletcher for as long as I have, yes." I don't think it's affected me that much. So much, so much background. Well, it's uh, been five years in the making for kind of <laughs> happening all right now. <laughs> My goodness. Yes, uh, I don't remember 99% of it. <laughs> um, William is okay. He is working in uh, Michigan on some strange occurrences happening up there. Oh, nice. Yes, in a Ren Fair. So, you know. You know, he does love to cosplay and stuff. So. Really? Yes, he he was a larper. He would he was like the elf guy that would do flips. Larper? Mm. Live action role play. Oh. Er. Yes, uh, he is. He is like his father, but also as far away as he could be from him. <laughs> he has the swagger and confidence without without the um, malice. Aw. He, she says, with like, and he drives the Jaguar, right? He does. Why did you did you see him when oh, he yeah. when he came through? Yeah. I think for the next game night, we're, I'm gonna choose LARPing. That sounds fun. It was very weird, very okay. coincidental, like random street too. I'm down. Yeah, it was like, it was like he was like put in there to like promote a new podcast that came out or something. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> we could definitely do like some game or something for that. Yeah, we could. I'm like, I bet, like, if there there was two shows, they could do like a collab or something at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe. And like, huh? The crossover we needed. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So uh, sh- nothing else happens with her unless you want. She just kind of fills you in on some stuff that's happening. Um, she does tell you that a couple of like, Gordon mentioned kind of about some HQs that have popped up, but. There's still like 60% of the Midwest that is not being covered by save. Um, the East and the West Coast are still going strong. Uh, they weren't attacked. They don't know why they targeted the Midwest. Uh, maybe they were hoping it would destabilize save, but it it didn't. Thanks to, um, I believe the, the character's name is Hajit. That's how you say her name. Through her methods. So. Crops. Crops? Yeah. The heart of America, we grow all the crops. Maybe, Mavis. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Uh, so after... I mean, logistically speaking, I mean, like, what does the East Coast have? Like, lobsters? Sharks? Manpower. Government assistance from the state of New York. But they all need to eat. She just, like, lets you win. <laughs> <laughs> She's dealt with Osterlings before. <laughs> uh, okay, so the she leaves after a few days, and Naomi, um, she, you guys are waiting for your assignment for your next case, and you do hear the cane walking down, but it, it approaches a different table, and approaching your table is Naomi Davis. Mm-hmm. She's holding the, the manila folder. Say what? Uh, and everyone is back at this point. Charles, Frank, Stephen have been back. Um, Charles like left immediately to go do some more stuff, but he's still he's still in Chicago. He says so. If you need him, give him a call. But he's still working on his uh 
he's rebuilding all the contacts that they lost. That's what he said he's doing. So, mm-hmm. um, let's see. As you know, just so we know, we're telling everyone uh, the meeting with the Din went well. Uh, Rosenberg and Frank uh, made full contact, told them that they're free to give us updates and if they need anything to let us know, and vice versa. Um, the shark people are actually being the direct um, watch of Dr. Garrett herself. Wow. Ooh, cool. So you have stirred a lot in this organization. Your name has grown to some level of fame. Yes. Oh. That's one step closer to my cool nickname. <laughs> you've heard about you. You've all heard of Dr. Garrett, but your yeah. parents actually have talked to her. She is very like. Think of like Dr. Halsey from Halo. Oh, like no. she's very like, this has to be done to save humanity, and I'm not afraid to kill some a monster cruelly to figure it out. So she's like good. She's not. She doesn't have. Yeah. It. She's not as like bad as Dr. Halsey does end up being. She doesn't like capture children. <laughs> she has that like scientific approach to everything. She's very like. There's no emotion in like when she talks. It's just like numbers here's what we're doing and if you're not doing it get the fuck out of my way <laughs> uh but that means also she if anyone can figure it out just it's her so she says first um just to reiterate the memo we put out this morning congratulations on all of you for successfully helping us integrate back into the save web i knew it was a good idea we will see, won't we? Uh, no, it was a good idea. Um, over the next few months, there will be numerous envoys traveling in and out, meeting, reconnecting with us. We might even see some old members pop up. Oh, uh, most of them we have found either dead. Mm. Uh, there's only a handful still MIA. So, uh, Thankfully to you guys again, you have found most of them. <laughs> And just saying, pat on the back. Good job. She, she says that without any, like, there's no malice in when she says it. Mm-hmm. But she still says it very military. Like, mm-hmm. she wants to praise you more, but her yeah. training's like, don't get don't let their heads get big. <laughs> now for some extra good news. I recently came back into contact with an old ally that I thought had left the city. Um, turns out she has been hunting down the Coven's Lair and has found it. Uh, now let me tell you what Candy had to say. Candy, you rec- Raf recognizes that name. It's Eight Ball's sister. I'm no- <laughs> Eight Ball and Candy. Yep, they have a brother too. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Hold on, give me a second. We got we got a food. We got a toy. We got a. Well, Candy's also like knows Candy. Yeah, <laughs> like, like cocaine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Put me on the spot here. His name's the Beetle. Sure. <laughs> I was gonna say Chester. Like, there's one Chester. Normal. There's Chester, just a normal the, one. Chester. Chester, but Eight Ball and Candy calls him the Beetle, and he fucking hates, hates it. it. <laughs> there you go. He isn't a drug dealer, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> he steals from mega corporations. <laughs> He's a hacker. He's a yes. hacker. Yes. <laughs> But his body's a temple. <laughs> so he only does peyote. <laughs> I have wonderful information sources. Just wonderful. The best. 
Do you say anything that you recognize, Candy? Or? No, not at all. It's like, hmm. could be somebody else. I don't know. <sighs> all right. Uh, so this, we're officially starting case 15. <gasps> bum, bum. And uh, the like big, big bloody letters that pop up over everyone. Kind of like classic, like 18, like uh, 18, like 1970s horror style. It's like case 15, the madame. And there's like a, <laughs> like a woman <laughs> scream at the end of it. <laughs> And you all look around like you heard it. <laughs> like, what? Huh? All right. I am heading this case because it's going to be different. Candy has provided me with the location. I have all the entrances, all the exits, and a rough layout of the room. Uh, before the RC camera was found, a basic count of the vampires inside, there are a total of 20-ish besides the madame. Hmm. There was also part of the conversation that Candy caught uh, between the Madame's right hand, who they called Steffi, um, <laughs> who should not be taken lightly, and an underling about feeding the Macedonians below. Also, there is a pair of twins named Quinn and Camilla that have grown more powerful, and uh, Camilla has even begun raising her own nest of goblins that she saved from the mall. Uh, because unfortunately, Team Ultra Rose didn't get them all. It only takes one goblin to make another goblin. Darn it. They need just a corpse and then they just kind of pop out of it. Yeah. Okay. You guys are going to be planning what all the other teams are going to be doing as well. Like each head... You guys don't have a team head, but like the other team heads will be with you, mm-hmm. and uh, they will be working with you in a second. Like once they finish their assignments, they're, they're, everyone's going to be working together, and you're also going to, as a group, everyone's going to decide. Narratively, it's as a group, but it's really the players, mm-hmm. what each team, including the council, are doing. Okay. The council is its own team that you guys are going to have access to. Okay. Ooh. So, because this is twenty vampires, is bad. But the fact that they have some number of other vampires in storage is bad, too. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's innocent people littering this base. Okay. So, um, and there's also, like, research you guys can do on the Madame herself. Um, because uh, Naomi continues with some more things Candy has known. That uh, the Madame seems to have two forms. A human form in the shape of a 1920s female flapper. Uh, and the other form was what found the camera, and it had the face of a bat. Bat Lord. I knew it. <laughs> so, I will leave you guys to it. Okay. Uh, I will expect, you know, do everything you would do in a normal case, except there isn't any scenes to investigate. There will just be research, planning, and uh, as a group, we will all figure out what we're all doing. So, so uh, for the listeners and the players, uh, which do you want to start? Do you want to talk about uh, what the teams are going to be doing? And we can get into specifics on the team they're doing next episode, of course, like where they're going and stuff. Uh, do you want me to like read like the groups of people you're going to be dealing with? Do you guys have a preference? Or do you just want to do uh, research first? I don't know. Uh, 
I'd say probably do the research first. I was gonna yeah. say that too. At least until you have the map done. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I was. I'll have it by next time. Yeah. yeah. I was also gonna say if it's possible because I have the schematic piece. Um, if I can get to the building, but I don't know that that'll be possible or not. Probably not. I mean, yeah, we. we I was just gonna. Ha- I'll have. That could be part of the planning. Yeah. The planning can be. Yeah. I don't, you ever played like GTA Five Heists? Uh, kind of. That's kind yeah, of how I'm setting it up here. a little bit. Yeah, I'm just thinking like wherever that um, RC card didn't get to, I can see yeah. everything in that. Right. Building. Yeah, you, touch it, you guys so. have a, like a reverse heist. Yeah. Instead of taking things out, you're yeah, killing everything inside. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you are heisting. You're heisting for the people who are captured. There you go. Yes. Which happen to be two very incredibly dangerous people that they have in captive. Um, and the right. fact that they haven't broken their minds is horrifying. Because yeah. <laughs> team trauma, it took team trauma was almost broken when you found them. So, um, so yeah, I say we we do the research first, then. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys break off, do the research as the other teams are discussing some stuff. Two dudes will change the podcast world. Hey, do you like movies? Do you like silly goof times? Do you like getting deep for no reason randomly over anything? Then you should come watch So You Finally Watched with me, Nort. And me, Matthew. Where we take turns watching movies the other hasn't seen, like Breakfast Club, Avengers Endgame, Harry Potter, and Wayne's World. Grab some popcorn, crack open a soda pop, and sit down for some movie talk every other Thursday on the Encounter Co. Network. Hell yeah. Who wants to do some research rolls? I'll do it. (laughs) Do it, Papa Daddy. I'm gonna roll. I'm not that way. I got an 18 out of 80, wow. which would be a high success. Plus with the plus 15 Oh, yeah, bonus. plus the 15, so yeah. Well, minus 15 bonus, and yeah. then, you know, all the, the other speed bonuses you get. Yeah. That's a high success. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Sit back, crack all my, my bones. <laughs> all right, so the Bat Lord is... This it. is what you find. So you find... You basically write to the vampire section, so yeah. it's like Mavis has been organizing it. Yeah. Um, so there is really only one thing that this per- this creature could be, unless it's something new, which is possible. Right. Um, or it could be a deviation of this thing, because if a Bat Lord has never been known to live this long, so it's been around for over 104 years. So okay, that's a lot of time for it to gain power. Um, the Bat Lord is a vampire-like creature first found in Central America. Few still exist today, though reports on their activity are spotty, as few save envoys have encountered one and lived to tell about it. In its natural form, a bat lord appears as a tall human with the head and arms of a bat with a wingspan of nearly 20 feet. It can change form to resemble the human they were once before. For example, one was known to turn into a tall, lean old man uh, with milky white eyes. So it would turn into like a blind man. Mm-hmm. Uh the Bat Lord has supernatural speed as well as flight and does not feel any damage done to it or has the need to breathe. So those are all important. It is truly a nasty creature and should be dealt with with extreme caution. 
So in that section, you got it has supernatural speed, mm-hmm. flight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unliving, and un. Unliving and un something else. Feeling. Unfeeling. Thank you. So like, it can still hurt it. It's just like yeah, it a rocket launcher isn't. Gonna, it's just gonna piss it off. It's not gonna actually hurt it. Right. Um. And then it, one of its magic abilities is change form. I think this is the first creature you fought that could fly. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's second. Uh, yeah, the the stitch did. Yeah, yeah. but only qu- only, only briefly. briefly. I was like, "What? Something had wings?" But <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember which what one was, it was. that. <laughs> so good news, uh, you got everything but the white token, which yeah. do you even turn. On I Floss? can't yeah, turn so, them. Yeah. So. All right, so this is a this is flagged as a vital clue. It has a special weakness to mahogany. The Bat Lord suffers stamina loss normally, but does not suffer injury penalties nor critical injury unless damaged by a weapon fashioned from mahogany. If reduced to zero stamina, but it does not suffer critical injury, the Bat Lord immediately changes into mist and flees to a nearby... uh, It says cave, but you know that's outdated. It could be literally wherever it's... Like, coffin or whatever is. Um... Where it regenerates all lost health and heals all wounds the next 24 hours. If a Batlord is struck in the heart with a mahogany weapon, it is destroyed immediately. Uh, another special weakness, uh, which you guys could have missed this one, so good thing you rolled a, a high success. Uh, Batlords are nearly blind in their true forms and rely on bat-like sonar to navigate. Uh, in this form, they can be blinded by the use of a continuous high-frequency sound. A Batlord must drink the blood of a living human once per week in order to survive. It can survive on bats in a limited manner if it cannot gain access to humans, but only for about a month before it begins to suffer ill effects. Okay. A Batlord generally, this one, is highlighted by, and like initialed and circled by, um, G-O is the initials. A Batlord generally only uses their bride discipline once every 10 years but we'll turn it against someone but it but we'll turn it against someone bumbling into its abode if it feels threatened in the past save assumed the power was only directed at women but a few recent incidents have changed that opinion the bride awakens with a great hunger at first for insects then bats and then eventually humans after 10 years with the bat lord the completely insane victim is released and wanders to a nearby city where she goes on a bloodthirsty rampage until dealt with by local authorities. A Bat- Batlord's bride is still a normal human, takes damage normally, but if the Batlord is destroyed, any of victims affected by the bride discipline immediately recover and lose all memories of their experience. And as you finish it, you see a little note that says she is looking. It has a bane for wild onions. They're, they just hate them. It it like it just kind of like it gives it'll give them like a little minus to like any perception or things, but it just fucking hates wild onions. I have no idea. It probably has something to do with whatever myth this is based on. Mm-hmm. But I always think it's funny when it's like it could take a bride and a mahogany wood. I said that's like onion. Also, <laughs> onions bad. The bat lord can feed on people to regain health. This requires grappling or otherwise immobilizing the opponent first. Any injury caused this way provides an amount of. Uh, stamina of the creature equal to the penalty associated with that injury level. So, 5, okay. 10, 20. 
Uh, this can take the form of sucking blood, devouring flesh, absorbing fear, or any other creature-appropriate parasitic behavior. Okay. And it's noted that most bat lords is... It's either blood, but a lot of them prefer just munching on flesh. Hmm. It's like a mouthfeel thing. That's another note by by Geo. <laughs> it's a mouthfeel thing. Do you look up anything else about her? Like what abilities she has or anything? Or um, anything? Yeah, I do the abilities because we already have the change form. Yep. So, But I'm sure there's more. Uh, she can darken, halt, shriek, stifle, Swarm bats, swarm parentheses mm-hmm. bats, um, and chill. It's oh, that's good. fucking bad. The chill mm-hmm. one's bad. The rest are, I mean, none of those are good, but. Okay. I hate bringing Frank with us. <laughs> well, will he, though? You know <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. That's going to be part of the planning, though. You'll, you're. There will be things that he's willing to do, but it might be involving just yeah, protecting this area. This was uh, this was why he was designed for this. Uh huh. Yep. This. You guys have a lot of stuff under your belt. Though, yeah, so. we do. Mm-hmm. We should be okay. And I want you to know, you asked Eight Ball like episode two or three uh-huh, to I look do into the Madame. I do, and they did. Yes, but they talked to Candy, who was already doing that, and that. Yeah. Forever, it was always I had a person named Candy that was that used to work with Naomi a lot. Yeah. Uh, because uh, she dated her 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 uh, son, oh, okay. so she knew about Candy, um, and I was just like, how perfect Man. that like Candy has a a sibling and it's a ball. There you go. <laughs> uh, but that like triggered that like lore fact I made forever ago because I just make <laughs> little bits for me to it piece together if I ever need it. So I want you to know that that's because of you. Yes. That great thinking and spending of resources at the time. Because it has never come back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that was forever, forever ago. So. But like that's because I like rolled and I was like, it's going to take these people forever to figure it out. I mean, that's okay. So. Time is an wow. investment. Raf really saved everyone here. Guys, it's like <laughs> I planned all of this months and months ago. Uh-huh. I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does anyone want to look at the computer for anything? or You guys got any of that stuff? No. Mm-mm. No? Do you want to look up uh, where we can find pounds of wild onions? Yeah, at the at the food restaurant store. <laughs> do you what was it called? Like Benji's or something? Do you, <laughs> yeah. do you just buy wild onions? Well, I mean, it says wild onions. I figured they'd be out in the wild. I mean, they you probably have to forage them. You can get them. Yeah, you can still buy them, I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. I never looked Who for has a garden? Mm-hmm. I am going to Google. Can you buy wild onions? I, you can definitely buy wild onions. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I think so. Next, we need to go to a wood store and buy all of the mahogany. But if we don't get the onions out in the wild, are they technically still wild? Would they be like? I don't know. I think know? that's just the name of them. Oh, okay. Wild onions grow about eighteen inches tall. Um, yeah, they they range from twelve dollars to four hundred, depending on how much. So they're really expensive. <laughs> hey, but that is not a problem. No, it <laughs> is not. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> we buy it. That's why there's something funding you guys. Shink. <laughs> Good. All right. I have a mahogany table at the pawn shop. We could use. 
I think we could probably just get the wood. Oh, okay. I think That's I'm fine. gonna I think I'm gonna get some um some stakes like fashioned with like silver grips. Mm. It's an idea. Like yeah, because I I don't think my dart chain is gonna help in this situation. I mean, not against the madame, but exactly the other vampires it might. Right, right. But I yeah. want to have these on. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I need to learn knife fighting better so that I can stake stuff. <laughs> As you guys are wrapping, you just wing it. Your research. So four people approach you: Gene, Ginger, Jose, and Dax, who is sitting in for the council because they're all dealing with some other stuff at the moment. Mm. Um, they all look pretty confident, except Dax, who is um, almost pissing his pants. So, oh, it's fine, Dax. We'll be fine. Okay, whatever. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. We we figured out all the stuff. We need lots of mahogany steaks. Just all of the mahogany steaks. Probably a good idea. Well, um, I do think we can get that handled. Um, you see, he pulls his phone out and uh, he texts something, and you see Abraham pick up his phone from across the room, and he gets up and leaves to go get some mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> Wood. Wood. <laughs> As for wood. <laughs> All right. Handled. Who's going to be on the onions? <laughs> Take a phone call. Not even. Just place it online. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Mavis has already done it. Yeah. <laughs> finished. Yes. So okay. here's what we are thinking. Uh-huh. Ginger says. So we are here. Uh, we think that Mavis, well, all of you should kind of lead this mission since it is quite personal to you. Mm. Ginger like nods to you. But um, doing so, uh, my only question is, do you know all of our capabilities? No. I think there's a big green binder somewhere, though. (laughs) Yes, uh, we will look over it before next episode. <laughs> uh, so basically, um, stepping back behind the baseball here for everyone mm-hmm. and the listeners just to help this mechanically go before we narratively talk about it. Um, you guys will need to place the following things, okay? So here's the team section, okay? There is uh, Team Heartsbane, Team Cursed Passion, Team Power Punch. Team Wilted Rose. And then we have Team The Council is their team name. <laughs> team The Council. Very original. Which is uh, Sarah Smith, Richard Black, Naomi Davis, and Dax. You're giving us Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't need Frank. I don't need Frank anymore. <laughs> uh, there's another team that I haven't mentioned until now, but Gene mentions it. Um, Grin will be here in a few minutes. He's wrapping up a interview. Oh, a... Um, meeting with another envoy uh there's going to be a thing called team grim just uh he will head up to a team of four people uh plus him of uh, npcs that you guys don't pick for something <laughs> so there will be uh five teams that you'll be able to deploy uh, but also keep in mind that we should probably have a team hq yeah that makes sense uh so like the remaining two uh or one for example like Todd should probably stay at his post and uh Frank will probably want wish to do something yeah. with the base. Um and then there should be 
two people floating around there that we can toss with the HQ to be providing uh, the man in our chair, or the person in our chair, I should say. Father Frank requests that um, he either uh, focuses on uh, keeping his protection spells up Mm -hmm. um, or moving the protection spells down to the HQ and just abandoning the church. He didn't want to do that one. (laughs) You can't even get into the HQ unless you go through the church or the The garage, garage. right? Yes, which might be another thing we need to deal with. Or the trolley system. That's in the garage. Oh, that's in the garage. Okay. The trolley system's not in the garage, but that is so secretive. Okay. I mean, we didn't even know it existed before we got here, so. Right. Okay. Also, the the chill master's telling you not to worry about that one. (laughs) So he doesn't plan for them to come that way. I'm not. (laughs) That that doesn't seem as cinematic, so. (laughs) They're just fucking in the trolley. (laughs) (laughs) Just riding it. Just vampires. (laughs) This is the blood train. Um, out, uh, here, if you want to write this down, mm-hmm. here are some peeps that we need to place. Okay. Uh, we have Arrowhead the Squirrel, <laughs> uh, Nancy Chance, Saffron Carter, Mark Slurd, Sydney Jane, Daisy Watts, Dr. Steven Rosenberg, Rosa Gutierrez, uh, two questions you need to answer. We need to figure out as a team here. Uh, do we inform Officer Chuck O'Doyle and Officer Robertson? Uh, what about Mr. Angelson? He obviously won't be doing anything direct, but do we need to warn him of anything? Do we want Do we want him here to be safe? Uh, and don't forget... Um, actually, Dax is... Don't forget, uh, you guys also have that uh, uh, favor from the mayor. I did forget that. It's in my notes, but I did oh, forget yeah. that. You see that never all the him. other people look at look at Dax and then do you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you saved him, but he gave you a favor. It's a thing. Oh, how hard would it be to turn off, like close down the entire street? That mm-hmm. that would be a good use of it. <laughs> yep. Well, I knew he was a sleaze bag, but I didn't think he would do that for us. Lovely. That makes that really easy. Um, now, out of these people, um, you can bring one NPC with your team directly to help you fighting or infiltrating or anything. Um, if you just want to put like a little star next to these people, Shane. Okay. You can take Saffron. Okay. Mark. Sydney. Daisy, Nancy, Rosa, or Steven Rosenberg. You could take one of them with you, and then the rest will need to be divided either into Team Grimm and Team HQ. So, I'm on the fence on this one, honestly. I think uh, my choices are Daisy or Dr. Rosenberg. I don't know about you guys, though. I was going to say Daisy yeah. over anybody else. Did you listen to the episodes with Z? No. If we want Daisy. <laughs> I don't know. I just Daisy like, has a lightning rifle. <laughs> Daisy's just like <laughs> she's insane. Like, she's insane. My my things are is like Daisy's like I'm just gonna like lightning fry stuff. Didn't know that. Assumed that she has figured out how to channel her the electric shock yeah. into an actual offensive magic. Okay. Or Rosenberg <laughs> because then we wouldn't die like 
with yeah. it around. I mean, which that's, is a that's Saffron can heal too. Yeah, so. but he's better at he it. He is yeah. better at it. So he is just he has like a lot of the things that Frank had. So yeah. he's like sixty eight or something. Yeah. So I feel like Rosenberry should actually just stay at the HQ. <laughs> he is competent. Like he is yeah. scary. He knows how to use a shotgun very well. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, he's also he has a little less detrimental than Frank. He is a, just a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. he's better. He's better because he doesn't have those like cursed and hunted. And stuff. And stuff. Mm-hmm. But he has like I think I think I gave him frail, mm-hmm. and he has like a persistent in, injury, but it's with I think his heart. So yeah. he's like not as fast as he should be. Yeah, I'm fine with I'm fine with Daisy though. Like she's all of the top pe- top choices for me were those two. So all of these people would be very helpful in certain ways. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. My only thing is they like, all have training and fighting and stuff. So yeah, it was like between the two of you. I feel like we have a lot of damage to do. Yeah. We yeah. can. I'm just there to cover stuff, basically, in this type of a situation. So then that either leaves, like, do we want someone that can do protection or healing? Because, like, whichever one we do, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You he, know? Yeah, he's more restorative. Yeah. So I don't like, think he has many protection magics. Like, he if, has every restorative one. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. Like one of those is he can also Hulk out and like rip people in half. So oh, that's cool. Because <laughs> he has the oh yeah the strength. strength yeah it's exactly like in the show Alphas except better yeah yeah um which is a reference that I think only me Shane and three other people who watch that show again that's a good <laughs> that's that a, a good, good show, show. there's a guy that could see the internet yeah that was really cool mm-hmm. that was my favorite guy that was my favorite guy too <laughs> and there was the classic white guy who shoot good yep. <laughs> hey, yeah, superpower. Hey, I love the white guy that shoot good. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Cause he's got a heart of gold, but it's covered in anger and malice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. So those are my my things. I I am. I think the mayor. We close down the street. Oh yeah. 100%. I think that we inform Chuck and um, the police department. They can help us close down the street, but just like convert like yeah just like so, like it's not doesn't draw his attention or whatever yeah just like mm-hmm. divert traffic away hey like there's a incident or there's something going on blah 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 yeah yeah because i'm saying if you close down the street without using the mayor you can do yeah with the police but it's gonna like kind of they're gonna know something's up but if you do it without yeah like if the mayor says something right then the, then it might it, there's a good there's a better chance that it could trick them yeah so i think that that one works um the only other thing that i think that we need is like Everybody gets a steak or multiple steaks. Everybody gets an onion or multiple onions. Um, I would like to see everyone have, I don't know, like a speaker of some kind maybe or like the high frequency output piece because basically if anyone comes or gets the um, Bat Lord next to them then, mm-hmm. they're basically invisible. Or she's blind, like she can't see them. She'll take major penalties to hit you. Yeah, so like that's also a benefit that we need to do. Um, Gene mentions that Edwin will be staying at the base. Uh Uh, He wishes to help, but he thinks that he'd be better defending the base if something happens. Yeah, that's fair. He says he doesn't want to go anywhere without his boy Todd. Oh, I mean, okay. (laughs) He's like, he's like, not that Todd isn't capable, but he's like, yeah. I have eight arms. I don't know, though. What do you guys think? There are other thoughts. Like, do you want to, like, divide the teams up, maybe? And then next episode, we can say where they're going? Yeah, we can do that. Um, So we've got us. I'm assuming that we're going to take 
the bat lord madame yeah you guys are heading that yeah that's us um okay who who is heartsbane you taken did you finalize that no do you guys want daisy or rosenberry well, what does uh, like Nancy Mark and yeah? What do they do? Abilities? Maybe that's what we do too. Uh, Nancy has little magic. She can do the the schematic. Okay, okay but I can she, do that too. Yeah, yeah so. she can. They're all combat trained in some form of a weapon. Right, yeah. So like right. they're going to be competent in battle. Um, the weakest being Saffron, but that's because she's still wrapping up her training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's still good compared to the normal person who has no training. But yeah. um, Mark and Sydney both can. They can drive very well. Uh, they have a bunch of science stuff they could do. They're all they all have a specialized weapon that they can use. Um, and I don't think either of them have any magic. Okay. Uh, Rosa uh, also has combat training. Mm-hmm. Is she's fought monsters before? When before she like semi retired. Yeah. Um, she worked for Mexico City HQ. Uh, it was her and her. Husband, were like, remember, like a duo team, kind of like mm-hmm. a good Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> I think that's it that I was yeah. questioning. Well, Arrowhead, but I just assumed that. I just want to know where she's putting Arrowhead. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, my my two votes are still Daisy and Rosenberg, but I don't have a preference, I guess, on either one of them. Mm-hmm. It'll change how we're gonna approach stuff, though. Okay. Yeah. So let let's do the easy one first. You guys pick who's staying with you. Yeah. Out of those six people, between Rosenberg and Daisy. Yeah. I still know. Electrifies her. She has like an M1 Grand that she has modified with leftover Pykel stuff and stuff that she has read from te- uh, Tesla, Nikola Tesla, hmm. and has put it into a rifle. And it's like it's pretty bulky. Mm-hmm. It's like almost as heavy as like a, like a like an LMG, but it like channels it and it it does like stunning damage as well as extra damage to the creatures. Okay, unless they're unfeeling and stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm good with that. I think that we have her load out on any kind of traps or explosives yeah. with us yeah. too, though. If she has the ability to use explosives, which yeah, she, does, so. she does, yeah, and then use those. Yeah, my choice. <laughs> yes. Okay. You you okay with that? Yeah, sounds okay. good. Right. We choose Daisy. Daisy. All right. <laughs> so who is going with what four going with Grim then? Okay. And this will be one of the teams that you will deploy. On one of the entrances or exits or whatever, so. Sure. Um, I say, do you guys have a preference at all? It's just of these people in this list, right? Mm-hmm. I would do. So, not Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, obviously, do. not Arrowhead. But. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you could send in Arrowhead if you wanted, but. <laughs> and I'm writing it down I here, too. The so. other ones stay at the base, right? The other two? So, yes. Whatever four okay. you don't pick. Uh, we'll stay at the base. I say we leave Rosa at the base. Yeah. yeah. And do we want to be nice or do we want to be practical? Guys, this is not going to be an easy fight. Who else so. is left? Uh, you've got well, Nancy, Saffron, Mark, Sydney, and Dr. Rosenberg. Feel like, Something in yeah. my heart tells me Saffron needs to be left behind. <laughs> okay, that was my. <laughs> yeah, that's my. That's do you want to be nice? Thinking. Because yeah. if you feel yeah. nice, we leave her. If you're feeling practical, you leave Dr. Rosenberg. I feel like they'd both so. be very good with Team Grim. So yeah, but I feel, I feel like Rosenberg would probably. There's no reason to have both of them. Yeah, there whoever the you're picking. Time, so. that, that's why I wanted it. Like whoever you're picking, it, there's gonna be a medic. Uh huh. 
either at the base or with Grim. Yeah. So now there's a medic at both. So mm-hmm. okay. I see. Like so Saffron to HQ. Saffron's at HQ. Yeah, Saffron okay. Carter. <laughs> Saffron. So then Nancy, Mark, Sydney, and Dr. Rosenberg are all with Grimm. And Rosa and Saffron are at the HQ. Yes. Um. What about Arrowhead? What about Jesus. him? I think I was bringing... Are you bringing him? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's been there for everything else. Not the last one. Has he? <laughs> well. He's actually a skeleton. He died. <laughs> no, he's a little more plump than he was, but... Because Rosa was kind of overfeeding him because she overfeeds everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Not like detrimental to any roles, but... Right. <laughs> he did a little more chonk. It's a happy weight. Um... Oh. So we're going to, with the mayor, we are going to call in for the, the road to be closed. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. With assistance by... The police. With the police. From Chuck With the police's uh, special division that always helps you guys. Yep. Jose goes, hey, what do we want to do with uh, Angelson? Do we want to have him come here to be safe? Or we even let him know. Is it going to matter? I don't know. He is a target, so... I mean, you can come here then. If he is a target. If he's yeah. not, then it doesn't matter. I'm just assuming so. everyone who's involved with this will be a target. Yeah, that's fine. It's on the case of, like, let's say we fail. Yeah. Fail? Yeah. Failure isn't an option. I mean, it can't be. You see, like, there's, like, dread on his face. I've seen very powerful people who said that go down. No, no. This is just a stepping stone. This is the first plan of a larger plan. It's just a multifaceted plan. We have to do this <laughs> so that I can... Def- file the deceiver love your enthusiasm right like this is step one <laughs> hey looks Mavis <laughs> you love his enthusiasm it's wonderful it's interesting <laughs> that's for sure he's not being paid he's that was a genuine compliment no, but that I voice don't. makes it sound like it's not <laughs> I, I was like whatever <laughs> you have convinced Jose that you are because he is also gung-ho in Poland. So. <laughs> I am a master manipulator. <laughs> okay. So Todd will be handling the dispatching of everybody. Mm-hmm. You are all given a like military-grade walkie-talkie that is like on a secure channel that Gordon Pym had left for you guys. That's nice. Oh, so nice of him. Because this is like stuff you have to ask the federal. You'd have to buy. Like A citizen would not have access to this type of tech, basically. Oh. Let's go to the Army Surplus Store. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everybody. Guys, can we we can get a Humvee. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can go buy one. They have the yeah. car. I feel like they'd yeah. be very loud, though. Like a big one. Yeah. I feel like it'd be very loud. Okay, fine. But, I mean, we already have our vehicles. I don't, I don't so. know what else we can buy at the Military Surplus. Yeah. Binoculars and stuff, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, canteens. I'm gonna look. Might, I'm might gonna be, you should be able to find some like fatigues and MREs and yeah, yeah. like uh, what can uh, I buy? inactive claymore maybe. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the the episode ends uh, with um, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Dax speaking up as like you see that Mark has run to him and given him a piece of paper and has run off to do what else he was doing. Well. 
looks like we have this uh, schematics drawn up, mm. thanks to uh, Mark. And we have uh, some, uh, let's see, he counts them. There's about two other major safe houses that we might want to send a team to, just in case. We will end the episode there, so. Woo! This is fun. You guys have fun? Yeah. The listeners have fun? Always. With a planning episode? I mean. (laughs) I love planning episodes. I do, too. And there's still another one. (laughs) (laughs) You get all of my mad things that I just derive in the moment, like, all laid out. (laughs) This is how I think. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, So you guys uh, have five teams, four teams, plus yourself, too. We should have just Direct. split everything up into three teams and each of us take one, like, you know, pick. And then we all just three go in and do our own thing. <laughs> that was discussed, but everyone is so, they have trained together and have, yeah, you know what I mean? I- I'm bad. I don't know about you guys. I'm just not good. No, it'd be fun because then you could just pick all the people you want on your own team. Yeah. So. I'm going to take a nap next episode, get prescient dream so that we have all that yeah. too, so. Yeah. Right. I might do clairvoyance as well. Yeah, this planning is in like two, three days in game time. So yeah. like this is mm-hmm. a yeah. lot of moving parts. You know, the 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 mahogany needs to be shaped into stakes. <laughs> and like also there's gonna be uh ma- like Macedonian vampires mm-hmm. and Yeah, we gotta look up all the weakness. Vampires. Well you guys all know Well, them. yeah, yeah we know well, not the Macedonian, them, but, but the Carpathian. Yeah. There is a confirmed North American vampire still there, which is Oop. <laughs> isn't that the that's the weird one that was the it? singer it's, it's the jammer one we would like to thank our lovely patrons nacho lady skittle kitty natalie Jaden winter actual atlas mouse austin cosmic youth z boys Tesla Coil, Yebis, Mr. Dad, and Scott Miller. Thank you so much for supporting us, and we want you to do this. All right, so uh, Christiana and I's son Rowan is going to, he wants he wants to tell you guys something. He wants you to do this, okay? Tell him what you think they should do. Do the gritty. So they should be doing the gritty right now. What else would you like them to do? What 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 should they do to like what something fun they should do for themselves? Play their favorite video game. You heard it here, folks. Go play your favorite video game and do the gritty. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Grim Encounters. If you want to support us on Patreon, we are at we are at patreon.com slash Grim Encounters. For $2.50 a month, you get access to our lovely Discord and get to interact with all the lovely community we have. Uh, you get any and all stretch goal content that we, we hit. Um, you get a couple other bonus episodes, I believe, and access to Wesley's Movie Night on the Discord when we have them. We have them about every other month or so. Um, at the $5 a month tier, you get all of those, as well as ad-free episodes, exclusive monthly Talking Grim, where two to four of the cast members take your questions about the show, uh, do tier lists, do smasher passes, or been we've been playing a lot of one-page RPGs lately that have been a lot of fun. 
get complete and full access to the Discord, as well as uh, other fun stuff that we do. Uh, for $10 a month, you get all the stuff below, as well as a monthly 10 to 45 minute bloopers episode that was just too dang dang funny to leave in the episodes, as well a uh, the digital copy of the Save Monthly newsletter where uh, me and Robert and some of the other cast members write articles and stuff through the lens of the NPCs and players. So that's fun. And at the $20 a month, you get all of that stuff as well as a audio version of that uh, Save newsletter. And there's usually some extra stuff thrown in there too. Um, but yeah, go do that if you want to support us. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll let you go to the spooped. So the stay spooped out there, um, we come to a beautiful, slender woman sitting on top a throne of bones. As she leans back, bored, kind of resting her feet upon a Gary Osterling, who Mm -hmm. is kind of just like lead paint stare, (laughs) looking off into the distance. Poor Gary. And she's like, hmm. Why are they so quiet? Stay swooped out there. (laughs) Gary! (laughs) Gary, come home from Spongebob starts playing. (laughs) When it's for a human chair. (laughs)